Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. Maria Umar is a medium, channel, high priestess healer, and personal coach from Indonesia. She has lived a lifetime working with spirits and cultural healing practices as an ability that's been passed down through her ancient lineage. Maria shares her brutally honest self-discovery journey, self-awakening, understanding, and paradigm shifts, which she has said caused an evolutionarily mind-blowing comprehension over the unconscious hidden mechanisms in our current model of society. With a no-nonsense but down-to-earth approach, she teaches the practice of vulnerability and getting out of your own way by recognizing and releasing your own fears and stepping into your personal power and purpose. Please welcome Maria to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. Thank you for joining us, Maria. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, Maria is a medium a high priestess, a healer, a fucking goddess. Oh my God. (laughs) And in this, in this interview, it's a little bit different because, um, currently you do not have a platform in which you speak about these things because, um, over, over time you've been just kind of nervous about kind of telling the world about your gifts. So this is a little bit of your debut, no? Yes. 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 So let's get like right into it. Um, tell us like where you're from, kind of like what's your background and when did you start realizing that you had these gifts? I'm from Indonesia uh, originally, but after I trace, like I've got some bloodline from other country like Mongolian, you mm-hmm. know, like all of that. Yeah, you know, after all, we are all, you know, carrying <laughs> all, all different bloodlines. All different bloodlines. <laughs> yes. And then when I first time realized it, it's such a hard question because uh, I started to see this as something natural, like mm-hmm. normal, because I've seen it since when I was a kid from mm-hmm. my family, because it's very strong in my lineage mm-hmm. from my mother's side, mm-hmm. specifically. I didn't get it from my father's side. And everyone seems like using in day life basis. Like mm-hmm. everyone seems like a Jedi, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I saw my mom, I saw my uncle, I saw my grandfather, I saw my grandmother. And then this is the, the awesome thing. I got this spirituality, um, how you call it? Spirituality trade mm-hmm. from my mother's side is from her father and her mother. So from my grandmother and grandfather. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know when I started to feel, but uh, I started to have a communication or like started to have a vision about other entities when I was at uh, junior high school. Mm-hmm. 
I was actually at my mother's hometown for mm-hmm. three years because mm-hmm. my grandfather has school over there. Mm-hmm. So I was pursuing my school there, my junior high school there, mm-hmm. and then I stayed there with my uncle mm-hmm. in my grandpa- grandfather's house. So that time when I was uh, in my room, mm-hmm. oh, she's here. <laughs> when I was wait, in- wait, she just looked over her shoulder and said, oh, she's here. Yeah, Who's yeah, there? that's that's her. I mean, the my guardian, first guardian uh, okay. that 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 show herself mm-hmm. when I was uh, a junior high school when mm-hmm. first time. But funny thing is, I didn't feel scared at all mm-hmm. when I first have the vision capability to see that entity, mm-hmm. this beautiful woman with red gown velvet gowns mm-hmm. like oh my god the most beautiful woman i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. and it's so real and then she's like you know playing on the swing on, on the back uh, yard mm-hmm. and then like singing and then i could hear her sing and she, she's so happy and then but she's so her existent to me mm-hmm. and it was like nighttime i couldn't sleep and then it was in old house of my grandparents and then i was like Wow, but I didn't feel scared. Mm-hmm. I feel like, hello, friend. You yeah, know, I feel like. Can you imagine that? Maybe if you tell that to other people, people even already got goosebumps when they yeah. hear that. Oh, what the heck? You yeah. know, like in the middle of the night, you heard someone singing, and but you couldn't. And then I was like, who is that? And then when my mom came, when I met my mom, and then I shared that experience to my mom, and then my uncle was there and then they were just smile to me mm-hmm. your time has come and i was like what <laughs> what is it i mean like your time has come to finally the portal has been opened finally for you to communicate with you know other beings mm-hmm. from other dimension which is like we are so close with them because like you know we have access yeah. you know to communicate with them so i was like okay okay it's just how old were you Man, I was teenage. I was a teenager. Um, I don't know, like around. It was a uh, first six, seven, grade seven. Grade seven. Uh, so you're like thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, and you didn't have any fear about it. You just saw this woman in the backyard, like, "Hey, what's up?" I, I feel like uh, she she was not a stranger. Mm-hmm. And then I asked to my mom and my my uncle, and my uncle said, like, actually, that that being mm-hmm. that entity is she's guardian also of my grandparents ah. of my grandfather mm-hmm. departed grandfather mm-hmm. so that guardian like it's like an inherited mm-hmm. yeah, treasure you know it's mm-hmm. like hey i hand it over to you to next generation to mm-hmm. take care of my uh my next generation so yeah. it's, it's on me now she mm-hmm. doesn't want to be with other my cousins right. or whatever and then my my uncle said like well actually she's one of the kind of like uh, sweet guardians that always um you know she she's just symbol because she's like very pure very strong and that she told me that she comes from like around middle east land something mm-hmm. but she decided to 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 stay here and then she love our lineage and then she did was she an herself. ancestor or is she someone who's just a spirit guide someone she's just spirit through. but very pure she mm-hmm. doesn't she's not bad spirit she's good yeah. spirit yeah. yeah she doesn't bother me if i don't it's like kind of like i follow your life i've been following your lineage so okay i keep following next generation next generation mm-hmm. maybe if next time i will have a 
kid. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will be on my kid. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these gardens that are with me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just happened. And that's when I know that, oh, wow, okay, I destined for this because it's so natural. I don't feel like there's a force. I don't feel like there's a resistance in terms of energetic ways mm -hmm. because I was so ready. I didn't feel scared. And, you know, I feel like it was so natural. Right. But more than that, I couldn't come up with any other imagination what that would be until yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I embrace another year of my okay. life and things, uh, you know. Started to progress. Yeah. Um, so you were raised in Jakarta? Yeah. Is that right? It's the capital city. Yes. So what was that like? Um, what is the spiritual climate there with other people and things that are more mainstream? Because um, you grew up Muslim, right? Yeah. So was this uh, in accordance to your religion or against it? In our religion, we believe other entity, but um, relying our power toward them, mm -hmm. like it's like begging to help and stuff and whatever. It's part of like, there's a contradiction, like there's mm -hmm. a resistance. We are not supposed to work with them. We're supposed mm -hmm. to just rely, like being submissive to God, mm -hmm. you know, like the submission is supposed to be God and just believe. But in some other part that, we admit that there exists, mm -hmm. their existence. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a tradition. But um, many of us, many of Muslims also are actually working with spirit, people mm -hmm. who are actually have the capability to communicate. Because mm -hmm. in the end of the day, after I grew up and I realized that, man, all of these things that, that exist on this planet, in this universe that we call exist, it, you know, mm -hmm. it means it's all for a purpose. It's not just like, you know, you take it for granted, you know, mm -hmm. all of those beings here, they also have their own existence and then they could teach us something. I I didn't have this perspective before because it was so much fear. I was so young and I didn't see the importance of utilize this, this skill or this gift mm -hmm. to my reality. Like, mm -hmm. well, what the heck I'm going to do with this? It's just something that I will carry for the rest of my life because it's part of my identity. It's part of my what my previous generation had at me over, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't see the, the, the call, mm -hmm. the, call. Part, the yeah. call to use this to other people. I mean, to help other people, but it's all naturally comes when I have grown up and then, you know, like, uh, things started to, to be different. Like, yeah. you know, how people came to me and then I, I started to, and when come, you say people, people who are departed, yeah, yeah. At first, I couldn't come up with any idea what I'm gonna use, mm -hmm. what what I'm gonna do. Sorry, mm -hmm. what I'm gonna do with this gift, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been. It's funny, you know, like they they on daily life basis. Like, I could talk with spirit, but mostly my ancestors, and mm -hmm. then like new new ancestor kept coming. Mm -hmm. You know, like different this one different, like they introduce and sometimes when they don't introduce they just showed up and then I ask my mom who are they and then I just told her about the criteria as well, like these wearing <laughs> this color, da 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 and then my mom's like, Oh, this is this and or my uncle said because we are really close. Mm -hmm. And so and they're the strongest. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's why and my mom like very natural, like, oh my gosh, she she doesn't even realize that she's that powerful, but she's like so pure. She just used it for her inner circle or just people who came to her, like literally mm -hmm. ask for help or, you know, meant to be to know about what she has. And yeah. then 
when that person feels the need to the need the need of help and then remember of my mom and then came to my <clears throat> sorry came to my house and asked her so she doesn't expose what she has as well because right. because she's already I think based on what I saw and that, that's also kind of like energy that subconsciously I observed yeah because she's like housewife and like you know more she's into what? housewife uh-huh. and then she was also an entrepreneur she's like just busy but when she's doing her business like she applied so well you know to yeah. her business like she combined this her her capability yeah like for energy to to you know for the human connection to her business to you know and then well let's distinguish for our listeners because like what what is considered help because you have you have spirits that come to you for help in the other realm you have people that come to you for help for healing right and then um other like energetic movements and things like that you work with water as well um so like yeah let's kind of distinguish those different categories for our listeners um because when you're saying your mom and you and helper and whatever you gave me an example for instance about your uncle you healing your uncle do you want to tell that story oh yeah um actually just i didn't see it coming i mean like i didn't see that i i will have that kind of experience in my life as because i thought like okay I can talk with spirits and that's it, you know, <laughs> nothing else comes to my way, yeah. you know, but a kid, no, not that easy, you know, like, yeah. um, that t- I think it was started years back, some years back, I exactly forgot. Mm-hmm. And then I came to my uncle and then my uncle just asked me, uh, what do you feel like you're ready for now at this stage? You know, mm-hmm. like, what do you feel like you want to improve? Because I will not hand it over to you if you don't ask me mm. you're not ready i have to know what you're ready for and i was like what do you mean i'm ready for like ready for what yeah <laughs> i mean like what no i mean in terms of spirituality you have this power powerful access and then you know to be honest like it's actually you're the melting pot when my uncle said that <laughs> wow do you think all of your other cousins or siblings or other you know i don't know if other next generations will also have it because mm-hmm. like i'm not in the future i'm, yeah. I'm in the present he said and i see it on you and then like you're my god like you just like call it and then come to you you know you you you're blessed because previous generation were kind of like they have to earn mm-hmm. the access mm-hmm to you know to connect with stronger spirits or like uh, higher higher dimensions and stuff like they've earned it like yeah. they've earned to access that portal and yeah. they already have it like they just hand it over to me now so i'm like the strongest um what is it generation for it mm-hmm. you know so my uncle asked me hey you know like what are you ready for <laughs> i said like do you want the whole bag <laughs> and i was like um oh my god i don't know and then and then after that i was just i didn't even think about it that hard Mm -hmm. but it just hit me when i came back to jakarta because my uncle stays in my uh my mother's hometown Mm -hmm. i mean my mother's family hometown yeah is in suburban so when i came back i didn't give any answer at that time Mm -hmm. i was like give me time i don't know what it is And, and my uncle said like okay and he just told me, like, just make sure that you get what you need uh, while I'm still alive. Oof. What did that feel like? 
I feel like. It's a kind of pressure, no? It's not a pressure. It's <laughs> like, girl, there's something that you subconsciously refuse to see. Mm. I mean, yeah, it was like my higher self told me. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, girl, um, it's time for you to acknowledge your destiny. Part of your destiny that you refuse to see. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, holy. And then I was like, <laughs> I asked myself, like, what is it? What I what I personally couldn't feel it, like, mm-hmm. until my uncle has to open me. Like, why? And then I asked myself, yeah, because you were too scared to get judged. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, I came back and then, to, because I didn't have that much experience about this, because I just started, you know, like, okay. And then I saw my uncle was sick. Mm-hmm. From my father's side. He has a severe diabetic. Mm-hmm. So he, this is not your uncle that's gifted. This is your uncle on your dad's side who doesn't have this. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, what can I do? And then it's like my myself told me, you can do something. Mm-hmm. You can help something. Then mm-hmm. I just visit him that day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we just talk, like, how do you feel? And then he felt so tired. And like, and then Is he in the he, hospital? No, he, he just came back from hospital. Mm-hmm. And then I asked, what exactly do you feel? And he said, like, you know, I couldn't sleep all night, going back and forth, vomiting because he's diabetic. And then, and then like, went to, the, went to the toilet and all of that things. And I was like, oh, my God. And then so him, he's literally just, I don't know, he's just like a body with very weak spirit mm-hmm. i mean like he, he very he felt like i'm really tired of this i couldn't even tell if you know if uh, i feel some pain i couldn't even tell anymore how painful it is i yeah. was like oh my god so and then like okay if you let me i said if you let me then okay i'll i'll, I'll come back to you and i didn't say anything mm-hmm. and then i come back to my uncle Mm-hmm. From my mother's side, mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, now you got. I know what I have to do. I got a call." And then my uncle said, "What?" And then I, I told about this, and then my uncle smiled. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yes, I asked for this, and then just he gave me some prayers because we are Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just like hold my hand. It's it was just like. A transaction it's like hey I, I hand it over to you i'm you know i'm sorry if uh, you know all the listeners here kind of like what the heck is she talking about but it's something real because when you're talking about subtle dimension we're talking all about the energy right mm-hmm. and it's invisible being you know it's something that you can't see but it's there actually mm-hmm. exist and you can tell how real it is when you experience it yeah. before when i didn't experience it yet like many of you also you don't know you maybe you cannot articulate how it is something but when you've experienced it you feel it so natural comes yeah. to you and yeah Ooh, i have chills yeah <laughs> yeah and and it is it is part of the reality before i, I was kind of like still refusing it like mm-hmm. what is it what is it because of the judgment from the society because you know i live in a big city mm-hmm. jakarta is capital city it's concrete jungle like yeah. you call it like la new york you know like yeah. who the heck gonna buy your shit you know <laughs> but behind the doors trust me guys in indonesia in my country mostly people are actually behind the doors they're really into it into mm-hmm. into this spirituality mm-hmm. if they cannot make it they will go to people who can make it in order to 
help them to get whatever they want, even mm-hmm. though it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do so you mean like they will try to find means of finding someone who does energetic work in order to get yes, something? Yes, it's like, hey, want. help me for my business. Hey, help me to get this. Mm-hmm. Hey, like like politicians and you mm-hmm. know, like believe it or not, even politicians came to my uncle, mm-hmm. you know, for this. So it's, it's something really normal for me to have this, you know. Yeah. So. Until it comes to me, and then I came to my uncle, and then I and I. Which one? My my. The sick uncle. Oh uh, my. Well. Father uncle, yeah. Yes. I call okay. it father uncle, yes. yeah. Okay, okay. He's like my second father. Mm-hmm. So. And then I. I felt that time, something is up after I, after he handed me over about this new gift, like to open the portal mm-hmm. and everything to to start to heal. And he didn't tell me what I'm going to experience once I started. He has that trust. Your, your mother, uncle. Yeah. Didn't my, know. Okay, okay. Your, my, Sorry, uh, I just want to keep it straight. <laughs> my father, uncle. Yeah. Okay. And then he said, like, you are strong for whatever happens. So I don't have to warn you anything. Because I asked him, what mm-hmm. is it? Like, you hand, hand me over something that I've never had. No, you ask for it. It's like, <laughs> like you are ready for it. Whatever it is. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I didn't know. Really, it was like a no guidelines, nothing. I yeah. just carry on and stuff, you know. And then after that, I've, my ancestors came to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, they just came. It was just like a, a welcome, you know, like mm-hmm. a, they, they were welcoming, like, hey, you know, like you finally, you know, take this mm-hmm. to next level, you know. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> you know, but they didn't say anything in terms of like to warn me how, mm-hmm. what it, they really like let me to embrace it by myself. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. So I came, I started to do it and I, I was like, I have to do it because it's already on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it's going to work or not because it was kind of yeah. like, you know, like, oh, oh my God, it's in my first time and what should I do? And actually, you just mentioned before that I have connection with water because yeah, the way I heal beside I touch, I didn't have guidelines yeah. what I should do. It yeah. was just intuitively. Yeah. Okay. So I touch and then I press and then usually I observe the, the, the pain, their pain. Mm-hmm. From I got burp. Yeah, yeah, I got burp. Okay. It's like everybody gets the burps or the yawns or something like that when that influx of energy happens. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened because it's in, even like it's very logical when mm-hmm. when in energetic ways. I mean, like you absorb like yeah. your energy absorb that person's energy. Yeah, uh, I mean in terms of pain, and then you release it. Yeah, but uh, it has to pass your body like your vessel, and then you have to feel that. And many times I feel like. Oh, real headache and everything because I have to experience at some extent mm-hmm. what they're going through. What they're going through, yeah. And then sometimes I even vomit, mm-hmm. or that person also vomit. You know, you know, to, to take it out, purge. And also, other thing that I'm, if I may share, you know, what I do is like uh, with water. Mm-hmm. So I touch the water, I make some prayers, and then I give the water to to the patient, to that person, mm-hmm. and. Uh, actually, yeah, I pray to God. I mean, based on Muslims, uh, how Muslims pray, because I came from Muslim family, and then um, other people who came from different background use other ways. So mm-hmm. it's just like you know, universe is so rich, you know, like yeah. whichever portal that yeah. you're destined to, just do it, you know. Yeah. So, 
and uh, I just do it. And mm-hmm. then I talk to my uncle. Which one? My uh, uncle who's sick. My mm-hmm. sick uncle mm-hmm. from my father's side. Um, would you allow me to help you? And uh, I want to cry now. <laughs> without, without having second thought, he said, help me. Mm-hmm. He would surrender. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you trust me. Mm-hmm. And he said, like... I feel you come with help. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that guy, my sick uncle, he's a professor. He's mm-hmm. so logical. Yeah. He doesn't do this kind of thing, mm-hmm. never in his life. Mm-hmm. He's so logical, just doctor, you yeah. know, kind of tangible thing. Yeah. But that time I was so shocked. The whole family shocked because he's like the most rational in the mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. He's like a professor. Can you imagine like all the logical, rational thing? Mm-hmm. He's not into the subtle dimension that much, you know, not even interested. So I was yeah. like, holy what is this you know like okay i just do it okay i do it and you know what i just gave water like for like let's say for three days Mm -hmm. yeah it was like one and a half liters and other things and and, uh, the next day his son come to my house my father won't talk to you okay and then i can and then my auntie and then and my uncle said thank to me. It's like, tell me about what, you know, he could sleep. Mm-hmm. Usually he couldn't sleep and then vomit or like going back and forth to the bathroom. Yeah. He could sleep, no pain. Mm-hmm. And then no more vomit with green thing. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I could finally rest on my bed without even have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, what? Yes. And then. You were even surprised. I was like, no, maybe you took some medicine from your doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And my uncle said, I didn't want to take medicines from the doctor. Yeah. I was like, I I drank your water and I feel better. I said like, I don't need, oh, I don't need the medicine. And then let's see if I need it. I'll take it in the middle of the night. What happened? What happened? I fell asleep. I said, I woke up in the morning, my my wife surprised, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, I, I fell asleep, I couldn't help you to go to the bathroom or whatever. What? I just woke up as yeah. well. I was like, no. I was, I was like, no, it's not me, it's, it's yeah. from God. And, you know, it's not me, I really never take any credit for myself, it's just like a blessing, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's part of my journey and it's nothing about me, I'm just like a facilitator, I'm just a space the, holder. The vessel. Yeah, I'm just I'm just a facilitator. So, and then you know that news started spread out mm-hmm. to my big family. Mm-hmm. I came from a very big family from both sides, mm-hmm. from my mom and my father. Yeah, it's fucking huge family, <laughs> like with different backgrounds. Everyone has their own achievement, you know, in their career. So, can you imagine with that kind of identity, yeah. what kind of opinions? Yeah, that yep. would go. It was like a raging fire you know like (laughs) so i started to feel so many um bad opinions behind my back Mm -hmm. i heard it around Mm -hmm. how come that young and you know uh into weed and stuff it but some and were people and perceiving that you were using like dark magic or i don't know they kind of like they couldn't articulate but they kind of like 
there's some jealousy there there's some curiosity there's some like questions like how how but some people like aware because my mother is actually strong from mm-hmm. the spirituality so they're like what are you talking about like of course like she got it from her mother's yeah. side like they knew it because um you know from my mother's side my mother family kind of like high priest and something mm-hmm. I don't know how to call it in in, in English, mm-hmm. but in in Muslim, like we have some certain uh, terms yeah. to, to high, call high priestesses. What yeah, they would say. yeah, like very high, like into spiritual, like totally strong. Yeah, for it. yeah, Not just like in some certain generation, but it's like every generation, like just getting stronger, 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 stronger. You know, and then so I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, I didn't know how to reply to those things, but mm-hmm. it hurts me. Mm-hmm. How they judge me and how they call me names. Mm-hmm. They what do they call you? Um, delusional. Mm. Uh, that delusional thing, I got it from my cousin when we had a family retreat. Mm-hmm somewhere in the mountain area and it was my auntie's birthday and then we rent some villas and then i was staying with my auntie that she has two kids Mm -hmm. that night the kids her kids were crying over and all over the night yeah and um people couldn't sleep kind of like bother people yeah so what happened you know like if i could help you know and my mom like asked me to go to her room like mm-hmm. hey uh, let's check you know and then i check i was like oh my goodness are you guys ready to be here the what <laughs> no I, I, I was asking the listeners are you guys ready yeah. to be here? <laughs> yes <laughs> when i saw when i opened the door actually there were like entity a woman like just sitting on the window bothering the kids because she likes the kids mm. and then the kids crying 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 i was like hey um you know please like people need to sleep i was talking with the the entity, the entity and my mom also was there like we both like we tried like and she's been living there for hundreds of years and she this feels yeah, yeah she feels lonely and you know like she stays in the tree but that because that that window nearby the tree so mm-hmm. and there are like kids and she likes kids so you know she wants to play with the kids but the kids couldn't yeah. take it you know like they <laughs> cried all night and and then the mother my auntie was like don't know what to do like she's done all of the things yeah. you know to to soothe the kids yeah. and i was like please i'm mean, like and I have to talk with her. It's like, you know, it was amazing that I found myself build up my own skill and communicate with them. Like, yeah. even to negotiate. Yeah. I found some spirits there, like, hard-headed. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they don't want to stop. Like, and it's also build up my skill to, to face them. Mm-hmm. When I'm more stronger spirit, more I embrace, I communicate like how i can tackle this mm-hmm. you know like yeah. it's like hey who do you think you are even mm-hmm. like some spirits say that to me yeah like you don't you don't tell me what to do this is my place you are the one who came here you mm-hmm. know you are the guest and you know like yeah you know, and then i have to well make some prayers and like okay you know what we are here living side by side this is your home but uh i mean like 
We're in the body. <laughs> we're in the body, and like uh, we are living in different frequencies. Mm-hmm. Like in our frequencies, this is where we are now, and in your frequencies, this is your home. Like I respect this is your place, and yeah. you know this kind of thing. I don't know if I have to keep going, but anyway, mm-hmm. like my mom, you know, me made it, and then it becomes like uh, another huge news in the next mm-hmm. morning because in that villa. Uh, you know, I mean, there are some families in that villa that we stay, so like the story is just like, whoo, you know, <laughs> like you're a Hollywood star and next morning, mm-hmm. you know, like. Mm-hmm. And then when I had a when we had a breakfast, my cousins heard that and then like they kind of like you know bully me, mm. and they're actually older than me, like they already got married at the time, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I was like still a teenager, you know. And then so they said like, oh, uh. Please, uh, oh, come on, this time, please, like, brush away, put it aside about this kind of spirituality shit, mm-hmm. and don't you just, like, see from the logical point of view and stuff, you know, like, yeah. don't bring this kind of spirituality shit to, to daily conversation or, like, mm-hmm. daily activities, kind of, like, um, I couldn't say a thing at the time. Yeah. And my mom also was there, and I hope she backed me up, but she also didn't say a thing. Yeah. So uh, I was hoping that she backed me up. And, uh, well, I realized that maybe, I don't know, she doesn't want to create a drama in the mm-hmm. family, and then she was older also than my cousin, mm-hmm. but she didn't even say a thing to me to soothe me or mm-hmm. ask to check my emotion, how I feel after yeah. I heard that. I was... Uh, yeah, I... That they, had to be really isolating. Like, you have been able to perform this feat, see this thing, she saw it too, and then someone calls you out, calls you delusional or something, and then there's nobody to stand up for you. Uh, I... After I have better understanding over human structure, I knew that she did that because she has... She was also... She doesn't know what to say. She mm-hmm. She also... It's all about lack of understanding over mm-hmm. what I supposed to do in terms of facing the situation. Yeah. Uh, like she doesn't want to have conflict maybe or what or what or what. But it's also related to how she, she, she she's been raised. Mm-hmm. She's been raised in a conventional family. Yeah. And she carried that. She also herself needs help to, yeah. to, to release a lot of repressed emotions from her side, you know. So I fully understood that because everyone believe whatever we can do at our current moment is the best that we can do. Yeah. So if we didn't see anything modeled in ourselves, I mean, in front of our eyes, mm-hmm. how can we get reference to, to move forward to, mm-hmm. you know? So because she didn't have that reference, how to face that situation or also because of her connection to herself was not that strong. Mm-hmm. Come on, like, after, yeah, after I realized everything that because our relationship to others are the reflections of our relationship to With ourselves. ourselves. Man, yes, a million percent. When you don't have that strong connection to yourself, there will be always this connection in how you articulate yourself to others. Mm-hmm. When you're firm, when you have firm connection with your own self, you'll always be firm with your energy mm-hmm. to communicate everything that you need to communicate to others. Right. So so yeah. as you started to grow into these gifts and started to learn more about them, um, 
and you found out more about yourself, you deepened your human structure and your foundation, like what was it about you that changed and started to attract different people in your life or what kinds of things like started to happen around the spirits that were around? Like, what did you start to discover inside of yourself after that? My strong sister mm-hmm. come to me and then stay in my house because there are so many ancestors like keep showing themselves in my house. Mm-hmm. You see them physically? Oh, third yeah. Third eye? Uh, third eye. Yeah. Third eye. Yeah, third eye. Not like physically, physically, but I literally uh, communicate with them. I talk with them. Mm-hmm. It's like they're real. They're yeah. here. Yeah. They came to me, like, they talk how I am, and some of them, like, they feel sad because I kind of, like, forgot about them. Like, mm-hmm. for real, I was talking to my mom, and one of my strong ancestors came to me and cried, like, you forgot about me. You didn't call me. And <laughs> it's I was like, like they're here on Earth. <laughs> no, like, for real. No, this no, no. Is no. Surreal. I mean, like, like, when your grandma's, like, mad that she, you didn't yeah. call her or something. And I was like, and you know what? That's even the moment when... I say to myself, shit, then this experience is real. Mm-hmm. Because they came to your mom and then like talk to me and crying like, you forgot about me. I'm always around you, but you didn't call me. Or you <laughs> And like, I care about you. I love you. I'm here for you. But you're so busy with your world li- worldly life. She said like, you know, like all of us here watching you, but you kind of like refuse. And I was like, fuck it's real <laughs> yeah you know i'm sorry for my word but it's like it's real the show is called spiritual shit you can <laughs> no yeah because really like if you were on my shoes that it's something that was not on your reality field mm-hmm. and came to you and you kind of like have to push yourself to understand about what the heck is this you know yeah. like you know but you know that you cannot run away from it mm-hmm. because it's part of me that I, I want to also to share this to to encourage every one of you who listen to our conversation right now. Uh, each of you who have this gift and refuse to 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 expose, not to expose in a sense of to brag, but it's like to just first embrace, accept, yeah, acceptance that it is actually a blessing because if you if you can see the importance of every existence on this earth that we all coexist, then everything here is always have a purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's nothing here without any purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. so take it as a, as a blessing. And then you don't have to understand everything Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Right on the spot, Mm -hmm. because you will embrace a lot of, a lot of beautiful things once you encourage yourself to embrace to have experience mm-hmm. you will reveal more about it and um, yeah back to that judgment i was also like have that fear so i want to just keep it for myself mm-hmm. i don't want the world to know it because i have the fear that once people know what i have people will keep coming to me mm-hmm. because you kept saying uh, i'm afraid i won't have a personal life yeah, because I realized subconsciously I didn't come up with word at the time why I'm scared of it. But mm. after I asked myself, like I dig deeper, what's behind this fear? Wow. Because when I had that feeling, actually there's a realization subconsciously. I know how powerful I am. Mm. And 
Aaliyah is smiling at me. <laughs> She's like, girl, yeah. you got it. <laughs> time to embrace. It's time. Yeah, and then I just, I just have the fear of like, people kept coming back to me like a big waves in the ocean and then I'm going to lose my personal life. Mm-hmm. Because I started to have an experience. One day, my uncle, um, it's a little brother of my mom, mm-hmm. came to our house. Okay, mm-hmm. he brought his two or three friends who are into spirituality as mm-hmm. well. Actually, they came only to say hi because my my uncle is very close with my mom and we yeah. are close. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if I said my sister, my big sister, yeah. you know, with my, bring my friends, yeah, you know, yeah. because my mom is like second mother to him. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, we're cool, you know. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, they were talking about some ancestors and then like some ancestors in this country particularly who are very strong in the oceans or you know like in some some spot and they're 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 really want to embrace something Mm -hmm. and uh, they saw me and they didn't say a thing at the time Mm -hmm. and then they're kind of like a, a digger, spirituality digger. You know, a digger? A digger. Oh, digger, yeah. Digger, you know. <laughs> Let's call it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't say a thing. And they came home, they said like, they had a dream that in order to reveal what they are looking for, I mean like to open the portal mm-hmm. and stuff because they were, they were like into some stuff, you know. They told my uncle like, it's so hard, they've been into to so many sacred places in this country. Mm-hmm. And then none of those entities could open the particular portal they were looking for. Mm-hmm. And when they saw me and then they came home, they had a, they had a dream and they're like, come back to this woman. Mm-hmm. Because this girl is the, the vessel of that. You can only access that ancestor, I mean that that being portal that entity. portal from this woman and nobody else and yeah. i was like no uh, but my uncle is also powerful but my mom is also powerful and they just smile at me and it's like well uh, and my mom smile at me you know um listen if you have one 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 drop of water you only have one drop of water. My mom said that. Mm-hmm. You have like 10 lovely kids, but you only have one very strong drop of like, um, I don't know, it's like, uh, it's like antidote, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. You can only give to one person. Mm. And you're destined for that one strongest drop. Mm. While we get another drop, but not as strong as you, you have to take it. And you already took it. And you didn't want to realize it and and my mom said like I'm not going to force you because also your age mm-hmm. but ask yourself and then ask the ancestor because you're the one who have the, the strongest channel you yeah. don't have to put any spell any prayer yeah you know yeah I, and I realized to my mom is it normal that I don't have to to perform any prayers first rituals okay yeah. let, let's say rituals yeah. because mostly people have to do that i just call them even right now they're all here and they're mm-hmm. just listening to us and like it's like how is it called it's like your grandmother or grandfather or uncle that come all the way to you whatever you need tell mm-hmm. me tell me tell me but because i don't have this 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 
call to abuse them because mm-hmm. I, I'm not using it. Maybe that's why they are with me because yeah. people cannot. People who are reluctant tend to be the ones who get the gift. Like those who are not like ego driven or trippy about it. Like I am the healer or, you know, whatever. And so in that way, there's some humility there about what it is that you Um, have to offer. And I saw some of my, my family members, like my, my, some of my cousins who embrace just some extent of it. And they're like, really, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's part of their confidence. Like they go out there, like they show it, but I don't know. Like I didn't have that. It's scary to have that kind of pressure, right? When you know that you are the melting pot and then you, you know, it, it comes from like consciousness, like mm-hmm. your responsibility that, you know, this is something that you, you can't mess up with this. Yeah. You know, and because of, you know, that you are, you are called for this mm-hmm. and then this is your destiny, this is part of you. And then will you, will you hurt yourself? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Will you hear yourself or will you hurt yourself? Will you hurt yourself? Okay. When you know that it's part of yourself, I don't feel the I don't I don't have get any interest to abuse this yeah. blessing because I'm not gonna hurt myself because it's part of me. It's part right. of my myself. You know, they're part of this. That's why they really love me because they know that. Yeah. I'm not going to abuse it. And if I already ask, because if I already ask something, if I really ask something, if I if I get hurt, if I already ask them. You know, like they will just blindly, they'll just do it because I asked them mm-hmm. to that much, my yeah. connection with them. Yeah. Because I feel like they're still alive physically yeah. because they are still alive, but they're just like in different frequency, mm-hmm. just like other they're beings. in the next room. They're, yeah. I mean, I mean, I want to share it also to all of the listeners that all of those spirits, they, they do alive and they just, they... They are there in different. We are here in different frequency, but they mm-hmm. are there. I mean, like we cannot refuse their existence because they are here, and it's also not fair for them, you know, to to like, hey, you know, to consider them as a, you know, like, scary, or... yeah, scary intruder, whatever, whatever, because they also have feelings. Mm-hmm. They also love to communicate how they feel, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we are here to coexist. Co- coexist. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're here to actually to help each other. If you have the capability to communicate or like to ask them to help you, then yeah, you are way ahead of the game. Because many people, when they can communicate spirit, they only can communicate. Yeah, they cannot ask them. They cannot um, persuade them yeah. to help or to do something to control. To even like for those who are that powerful, you can manipulate spirit to help you. To get whatever you want by doing things to other people that there are people who who utilize that service to sell. Oh, so many people. Even if I want to do that, I can do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm capable of that. Yeah. Like, fuck, I finally say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's, that's not, not who you are, though. Mm, no, many times like when I want to do something, and you know, like and my mom and my uncle say, like, well, you have everything you need, you know, like just you 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 have the weapons like i was like oh my god but you know i take it very uh as conscious as possible mm-hmm. you know with my own responsibility and this is this is where with i know great power that. comes great responsibility yeah that's why when i apply this i know that it's for a greater purpose mm-hmm. and i'm not going to abuse this blessing because uh 
it's also part of my healing journey you know when when i have a better connection self-connection realization i know that uh, i don't want to be enslaved by my own ego mm. you know i'm mm. the one who control my ego yeah so because as far as you have that capability and people like abuse this to utilize it to you know to help them to get whatever they they need because they they surrender to their ego mm-hmm. and they they just put it as you know to something to cover it up you know the spirituality thing yeah but they just don't want to r- realize that they're actually follow their ego mm-hmm. and i don't want to do that i come up from so why come out now you've been scared for a long time about like letting people know what it is that you can do or what it is that you're able to do why now not because i pushed you to do this interview <laughs> even when you start to meet me the first time and i started to so kill, just to kill, back up kill the layers of onion <laughs> we had we had a, we, well just to back up the first time we met um, I was on my way to meet her. So one of the guests on the show, um, Ben Castillo, that you'll you've at this point would have heard of, um, it, she's one of his friends. So I went to go meet her because he says, "Hey, I got this friend who's a medium who is not really embracing her gifts or you know whatever." Anyway, as I'm on the way there, I'm on the fucking scooter, and I've never met this girl before. I've only only seen like a picture of her on her WhatsApp, but I had this vision of her leaning across and touching me on the third eye part of my my head. For those of you guys who don't know who the third eye is, it's right in between your eyebrows where your pineal gland is, um, which accesses your intuition or whatever. And I was like, felt like she was she was opening something or touching something. So when we met, we sat down to do like the pre-interview, if you will. And at some point we got it got really emotional, got really open, and I could see her fear and not wanting to express or like open embrace except her gifts and I was like this of course (laughs) um this is why I'm here and so um so we did some talking or whatever we had this like really emotional bond thing or whatever so I told her on my way here um that this was like I I had this vision of her and she tears up really big and she goes you felt that (laughs) so tell them like like what happened beforehand before I got there Maybe some listeners are like, holy. <laughs> <laughs> but to talk to someone else who has these type of inclinations or intuitions or whatever, and we keep them hidden because we're scared that we'll be rejected. Yeah. And to sit in front of somebody else who's like, I know what that's like. And to be able to experience and say, okay, like, I'm not a fucking weirdo. Like, I didn't just imagine that. Like, to start embracing that. Like, why is it now that it's like, okay, like, it's it's important that you embrace those gifts? Yes. Um Thank you so much for that, that powerful question because I came to Bali a year ago. Mm-hmm. Since I came here, I've begun my healing journey intensively. Mm-hmm. I've dig, uh, I've done a deep dive into uh, human psychology, human structure, you know. Mm-hmm. So what made us uh, having fears about a lot of stuff, having irrational fears and mm-hmm. stuff, where does that, does that come from and, you know, all of those from since when we were a tribe when we were in survival mode we have to keep up to you know there were like fear of hostility fear of scarcity fear of uh, rejection you know and it's all built up and then religion comes up you know everyone embrace whichever they believe in based on their religion and then uh, all of the limitations that our religion create all of the taboos from the cultures and everything so after i understood more about human structure 
and how we actually create st- majority of time we just create stories guys in our head mm-hmm. and then we refuse the reality over everything over everyone over even ideas we create stories and then um, that's also what we do to ourselves in terms of create self-identity because mm-hmm. what we what we believe as our identity majority of majority of time it's just like false identity it's mm-hmm. like conditioning yeah that we've created Paradigms. from our circle our where where we come from mm-hmm. you know oh i am not enough i am fat and then so i'm not worthy of love and because of society tells you that when you're fat you're less less um interesting no, mm-hmm. than when you were not fat mm-hmm. because all of those these things so I was like oh my god it is all collective unconsciousness that create a lot of irrational fears mm-hmm. in our in ourself you know and I was more it goes on so many scales and, and so there's so many stories yes, yes. And, then, and it's also after I improve my relationship with myself and then because I realized that before others our relationship uh, with Sorry, I mean, before others, our relationship with ourself is the foundation. Yeah. Because what we do, what we project outside is the reflection of how beautiful our inside, mm-hmm. how strong is our inside, mm-hmm. how healthy is our inside. Mm-hmm. Because how we treat people, how we communicate our feeling is the reflection is how sure are you with your own self, with mm-hmm. what you have. Mm-hmm. I was not that sure about what I have because I didn't I didn't start to reconnect with my own self Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I didn't have any idea how to do it my circle didn't help me yeah and I was actually blaming my circle that time when I was lack of understanding and after I have better understanding over human structure and I was like heck yeah they nobody helped me because they couldn't even help themselves Mm -hmm. I was relying people to help me while they couldn't even help themselves. What the heck am I doing, you know? Yeah. But I couldn't come up with that realization until I've begun my healing journey. When mm-hmm. I came to Bali, personally, I started to reparenting myself. I started to acknowledge the wounded inner child inside me, codependency and all things. I'm attracted to those people who are also wounded, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because the energy that we have inside us will attract will, will attract energy that people have inside themselves at some extent yeah so well remember that we can only connect with others as deeply we connect to ourselves Mm -hmm. as deeply as our self-connection yeah and we cannot give others what we refuse to give to ourselves yeah if we want to give clarity to others while we don't even have clarity inside us of course, we will not come up with that. So we all the time, I learned, I, I earned and I learned this big time. All the time we want people to accept us the way we are. The question is, do you accept yourself? Mm. Kind of makes me cry. <laughs> all the time we want people to love us the way we are. But the question is, do, do you, you love yourself the way you are? Yeah. Yeah. So now, as you've come out with this, you've found this place of beautiful self-love for yourself. Yes. And now, with this clarity, you ha- you have something to offer the world. Yes. I realized that there are no there are no rude people. 
there are no bad people. Yeah. We are all just wounded human beings. And then, oh, <laughs> and this process of self-healing, it's very important. I'm inviting everyone to reconnect to yourself, starting mm. to, to do a deep dive, you know, with your own self. Because it's very important. This is like your, you're a magnet of everything that you are looking for. And everything that you're looking for is seeking you back. And the question is, what is, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. When you attract the people who are negative, you take it as an invitation to yourself that maybe this is the majority of energy that I carry inside me. Mm. Negativities. Because this is what reflects. The frequency you're tuned into. Exactly. So don't take it as an attack. Don't take it as, a, you know, don't take it personal when people come to you and then project their own baggage and stuff. First, could be another lesson for us because they came as a teacher because when you get triggered over something take it as an invitation for you to understand what's behind this Mm -hmm. you know why i why i attract this energy you know and then take it as an invitation for you to understand more about yourself and parts inside you that you need to acknowledge Mm -hmm. in order to heal Mm -hmm. not to run away from it right because the way we get triggered, take it as a love language for us to understand more about yeah. our own self. Then, then you can start to level up your game because you when were attracting you, people who were calling you delusional at the time because you were still not sure about the gifts that you held. You were afraid of how powerful they were, and thus, then people were reacting in that way. Yes, and right now, after I have better clarity and better understanding over what I have and what I'm supposed to do and then acknowledge that when I have uh, some feeling is it irrational fear or is it rational Mm. so it comes to consciousness Mm -hmm. you know when I feel something I didn't straight away make a label to myself or judge like oh I'm sad okay I'm sad what's like hang on hang on hang on (laughs) or like when I'm scared or when I'm confused over something like hang on it is conscious is it rational or it's irrational or it's rational Mm -hmm. it's conscious or unconsciousness Mm -hmm. so i like that term better conscious or unconscious yeah because what's rational seems subjective these days and what's rational is also spiritual because we are spiritual beings and so people yeah yeah i i I came to that rational and irrational because you know when irrational fear is like when you speed up Mm -hmm. Mm. inside the car yeah and then you have that the fear of crashing something that's rational because Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can measure it, yeah. but irrational is like when you are going to speak up your own truth, and then you have that fear that people will reject you, or call you, or kill you, or whatever, without even you know. Maybe that's gonna help them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's gonna you know that's gonna you know make them feel they are supported or whatever you know. Like it's beautiful because you're talking about yourself at the moment. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is very important for me to say. I feel I feel the the call to share this because. All of us are still carrying this. Mm-hmm. All of us refuse our own our own self. While people actually have no power to control ourselves because we let them. Mm-hmm. We let them because we don't have that self-respect to ourselves mm-hmm. just yet. Mm-hmm. When you have self-respect, self-acceptance, self-love to yourself, you'll not you will not let any other energy come to your own sacred temple mm-hmm. it's like yourself is like sacred temple to ruin 
everything inside you. You will be there to actually be the light. You will be there to to help people to acknowledge their mm-hmm. own shadows because it's also a reflection of our own shadows. Right. It's not like we are better than you. I'm better than you, but it's because I acknowledge it first mm-hmm. and I want you to acknowledge it too. too. Yeah. Because that would be helpful because that's all we need. Because people will not come to you and uh, assist you all the way to your healing journey. You have to do that for your own self. And yeah. you have to make it as your own priority. Yeah. Because when you don't put yourself as a priority, then you fuck. Yeah. This <laughs> is what happens people, when people rely their own happiness on other people. Mm-hmm. Then I realized that it's part of codependency. It's part of wounded inner child. When you um, consider people are the ones who can save you, rescue mm-hmm. you, complete you. That's why people jump from one relationship or to other relationships. Validate you. Or validate. Because the validation portion, I think, is like kind of huge. Because that that fear of like, for instance, you embracing and coming out with what it is that you have, mm-hmm. or for other people, maybe you're afraid to sing or like post that video on YouTube or whatever that vulnerability that's that's there about people rejecting you because you seek validation from other people, and without that validation, you feel like shit. I'm judged. I'm I'm not accepted. I'm isolated or whatever. Even though you might have a gift to offer the world, that's wonderful. That fear of not having that validation from someone else might hold you back from actually embracing the gift you have to offer the world. Honey, I'm telling you one thing. Mm-hmm. People judge you because they judge themselves. Yes. When they already conscious, when people are already conscious that it is not healthy to judge themselves, they will not do that to other people. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. When people still judge you, that's actually the reflection of the relationship with themselves of with themselves yeah and that's it you don't take it personal take it as an as a love language for you to understand that person when people label you and people judge you because that's the reflection of their self relationship Mm -hmm. there's nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. and when you come up with that consciousness you can carry on with whatever blessings with whatever colors that you have and you just you know embrace your own journey your own experience i earned this big time because that time I felt so lonely, I felt so secluded, and I felt so, oh, so in limitations because of my circle, because of the way I grew up, I didn't have best friends, I kept everything by myself, and I'm sure there's so many of you out there who also, you know, having this similar experience, you just, your friend is your own best friend, but that's true though, in the end of the day, when you have that realization, and you empower yourself with that realization that, okay, nobody helped me um, intensively in terms of, you know, like how to evolve. Mm-hmm. I have to do it by myself. Yeah. And then once you take control and when you take the ownership of your own journey, nothing and nobody can mess you up. Because you understand that people who come to you, attack you in whatever forms it is based on label, judgment or uh, whatever mm-hmm. to limit you culture tradition religion whatever it's just yeah. re- a reflection of themselves because a jar of water will just gonna pour whatever quality of water inside it if the water is clear it's gonna you know pour clear water if mm-hmm. the water is not it's dirty water it's gonna pour dirty water so whatever mm-hmm. people say whatever people uh do it's a reflection of their own ground nothing to do with you yeah my mom used to say trash in trash out 
Ah, yeah. <laughs> so what you're absorbing and taking in, people would reflect back outside of themselves. Yeah. Um, Maria, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And I'm so glad and excited that you got a chance to tell people about like some of your daily life, but also the wisdom about people learning to embrace themselves and embrace their gifts. And um, if you're someone out there who not just has like spiritual gifts, but has actual gifts that you might be afraid of people judging you for, um, to just be open with that and allow like that is your gift to offer the world and not to be scared or afraid of that. So um, if you would like to leave our listeners with one last tidbit of wisdom, what would that be? The transitions in life are teaching you how to be a better you. And that's it. I love it. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> well, Marie, can you tell people how to find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm on Instagram mm -hmm. from Maria with love. Uh, F-R-O-M-M-A-R-Y-A. -A. With love. With love. I'll put Maria the link in the, in the description. Yeah, and also I'm on Facebook. <laughs> Maria Umar, M-A-R-Y-A. -A. Space U M A R. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing that. And thank you guys again for listening. Um, definitely reach out to her. Let her know if what she said touched you. Um, I also love hearing from you guys. And my link is in the description. But thank you again for listening. Thanks for supporting this this station and this show. We'll see you in the next episode. Love Bye. you. <laughs>